Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Afcast's Tenerife Afternoons. I'm your host, Tim Dowd. On today's show, Monday, the 1st of March, St. David's Day, we're going to have a little bit of weather, the latest COVID news. Nip over to JanetAnscombe.com and see what the headlines are there. Have a look at the headlines at the gobiernodecanarias.org slash noticias. And also, I'm going to read out one of the emails we got from the Adeje Communications Group. Don't forget to like and subscribe, download the podcast or whatever you do. We are available on Facebook, LWMST, and YouTube, LWMST. If you want to see the pictures, go to Instagram, at Living with MS Tenerife. Enjoy the show. Well, there's going to be plenty of weather in the next few days, so they say. Looking backwards, the weather's been pretty normal for this time of year, like a nice spring day. Blue skies, wispy clouds, wind off and on, but uh, not too much. Temperatures in the low 20s, going down at night to about 18 or 19. Looking ahead, lengthy sunny spells all week with a promise of rain on Friday that never comes. Temperatures still in the low 20s. Promising lows of 15 or 16, but that's probably up the mountain somewhere. That was the weather for today. Monday, 1st of March, 2021. Happy St. David's Day. COVID updates. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the latest COVID figures for the 28th of February, 2021 at 2 p.m. Canary Islands total 7,339, which is slightly higher than the last time we looked. Tenerife is 2,353, which again is slightly higher than the last time we looked. Arona is 75, which is 5 down. Adeji 104, which is 1 more than on the 26th. Granadilla de Abona 92, which is a little bit higher. But the seven-day average has come down to under 50 again. We've got 49.6. We're still at level two. That means curfew between 11 and 6. Only six people on a table, two at the bar. But enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to wear your masks and wash your hands thoroughly whenever you can. This has been the COVID for today. Stay safe, everybody. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to whiz over to JanetAnscombe.com and have a look at the headlines there. Well, I've only got one story for you today, but it's a long one. I'm not going to read it all, but I'll tell you the story of the story. And the headline reads, Costas permits work to restart on La Tejita Hotel in El Medano with new boundaries and fewer rooms and no less environmental opposition. This is an old story from way back when, and if we travel all the way down the page, passing everything, uh, now that's the uh, comments, 
just before the comments, the original post was the 13th of January, 2016. So that's way, way long ago. So the latest controversy, this was back then, involving Granadilla's coastline is the Untamientos plan for a new beach hotel in the Sotavento area of El Medino. The project, La Tejita Luxury Beach Resort, would see a frontline five-star hotel consisting of 136 double rooms and 33 suites set in 276 metres from the beach. And the plans already have the go-ahead at municipal and regional level, with the necessary licences expected to be in place within the next few weeks. Developers, Sotavento Tenerife, are set to start construction later this year. And it goes on to saying that when the project was initially approved a year ago, the Granadilla Mayor, Jaime González Getas, said that such a touristic accommodation was notably lacking in the Granadilla coast. There is a vocal disagreement, however, and the campaign to keep the area in its natural state is hotting up, not least in a change.org petition created by Alejo Perez, which already has over 11,500 signatures. And there was a petition calling on the Canarian government to paralyze the project, which Perez says is only unnecessary, not only unnecessary, but also set within a protected area, the Reserve Especial de Montaña Roja. Industry and development versus nature and simplicity, the Granadilla coast seems destined to be in the forefront of this battle. And how right she was back then, because the next updates were February the 26th, uh, 2016, an action group was started, and uh, then there was demonstrations, Salva La Tejita, who saved, saved Tejita Beach, says that some 3,500 people joined the protest, and other sources say a thousand, but uh, the slogan is "Don't touch La Tejita Beach." Uh, April the 18th of that same year, tourist sources confirms a report in La Opinion today that the hotel is a step closer. Uh, the favourable report from the Tenerife Cabildo. Then we go way ahead then to the 30th of April, and the environmental action groups Plataforma Salva Tejita discovered a digger was operating on the site yesterday and made a report to Granadilla Ayuntamiento, a denuncia, that works were being done without municipal license. Subsequently, the excavators appeared to stop with the appearance of a couple of local police. And then in the 10th of June 2016, as said on the April, now that the Cabildo has given the go-ahead for its Canarian Government Environment Department and Granadilla Ayuntamiento to submit their own reports, both are expected to approve the project. And the expectations have been fulfilled, oh my gosh. But then on the 17th of June, the Canarian government has announced that the Provincial Coast D Department of Coast, uh, Provincial Costas, which is the Department of Coasts, has instructed the promoters of La Tejita Hotel Grupo Biqueria to stop work within five days. That was June 2019. Uh, 19th of June 2020, a year later, little's changed. Two activists are current, currently up or set up on a crane. On the 22nd of June, Granadilla... Don uh, Timiento might say, as today, the work continues because everything is legal. But even this evening, the Spanish Ministerio Transacción Ecología y Retrodemografía, which is the Department of Ecological Transition and Demographic Challenge, has ordered the precautionary suspension of the works. 
On the 23rd of June last year, the Canadian government has now instructed Granadilla de Yuntamiento to take the necessary measures to ensure the work of the hotel is stopped after the ruling by Costas. And then, yesterday, the 28th, the saga continues with the hotel approved by Costas, though with 60 rooms fewer than planned. Nonetheless, the revisited boundaries have been approved and works can now recommence, including the submission of a new architectural project to incorporate the new delimitations. Obviously, this has gone down like a proverbial lead balloon in environmental quarters, with the association Salva de Tejita saying they will continue to try and stop development through the courts with any legal channels they can find for their case. One can't help wondering if now is the moment, in fact, to be planning any new hotels at all, environmentally friendly or not. So that was the, uh, an update. I like the way Janet does this because she does it quite often where she writes a story and then keeps you updated on it so it pops up at the top of her feed, but you can always look back at the, the updates she'd done before. So I say you can really see what the story was there. I didn't read everything out, so if you want to go and check that out, please nip over to janetanscombe.com and give us some love. Read some of the articles there, maybe even comment. Thank you to Janet for a wonderful page and a wonderful resource. Don't forget, janetanscombe.com. Now we go over to the gobiernodecanales.org. And we can have a look. I don't think anything's changed since the weekend, because it's still only 2 o'clock on a Monday. So that's good news. Um, but the headline is still reading that there is going to be a power line an underwater power line which will connect La Gomera from Tenerife. So that's the that's the one they're leading with. Uh, the rest is all the same from the weekend. So, But if you do want to keep up to date on that, then you can always, always go to gobiernodicanarios.org slash noticias, and that will give you the latest news. Um, in my browser here, which is a Safari browser on an iPad, I just have to press a button for it to translate, and it does quite a reasonable job, to tell you the truth. So if you're not a Spanish speaker, you can still translate it to one of a few languages there. If not, you can even send the whole thing through Google Translate, I believe. So that was uh, the news for today from the government. Take a look at the communications Adeki email. Adeki, 1st of March 2021. The Adeki Council and Associations meet to explore new ways to help the most vulnerable. The object is to coordinate local resources. So the Adeki Council's Department of Community Welfare under the Councillor Mercedes Vargas Delgado recently met with members of different associations and non-governmental associations who are working on the ground locally. The meeting was to seek ways to coordinate local municipal resources for those people in a very vulnerable state. So during the meeting, the members of the various associations, including the Rotary Club Tenerife Sur, Caritas, Cruz Roja, which is the Red Cross, and Mensajeros de la Paz Canarias, or Messengers of Peace, outlined the difficulties that many of their organizations are having in meeting directly the needs of those seeking help. They all agreed that a coordinated approach with the Borough's Social Services Department is essential, both when someone is trying to seek aid and in giving that aid when it is needed. 
All agree that there needs to be access to all to apply formally for assistance through the channels established by the Council. They're going on to give details there, and they end up by saying, finally, all those engaged agree to meet every three months, and that though coordination through coordination, they can offer the best, most agile, efficient and flexible responses to those in need. So that's what we had from Communications Adehi today. to thank each and every one of you for listening today uh, go back and listen to yesterday's if you missed the Christina at the end of that one don't forget to like and subscribe and download or whatever you do with podcasts you can also join us on YouTube at youtube.com slash LWMST where we go live Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 5.55 we also have a page on Facebook at LWMST and we also publish pictures of food and me walking around in the mornings to Instagram, Living with MS Tenerife. Of course, you can always go to the website, timothydowd.com, and there you can send me a message, learn how to sponsor the channel. You could even join me live on the lives Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and read all the blogs and vlogs and catch up with all the old videos and podcasts in the blog there. There's also a calendar. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and let us know how you feel. Bye now. <laughs>